listener production. Hey there, Sasha Barbagat with you for this extra episode of The Briefing. It has been a frustrating day for Optus customers across Australia as the telco suffered a major outage. Now, at the time of recording, there are some reports of customers starting to get back online, but the issue still hasn't been resolved. The impacts have been far-reaching. Aside from people not being able to access the internet, send texts or make calls, Organisations and businesses that are on the Optus network ran into major problems too. Hundreds of hospitals could not be contacted. Trains in Melbourne ground to a halt for an hour and experienced major delays throughout the morning as a result. And businesses couldn't take hard payments. Frighteningly, people on landlines with Optus also couldn't call triple zero. While the immediate impacts on us are very clear, the outage has exposed just how vulnerable we are in Australia when it comes to our communications network. We rely on three telcos, Vodafone, Telstra and Optus, to operate and maintain our network. What would happen if they all went down at the same time? And what if they were hit by a cyber attack? Looking at what we've seen today, everything could grind to a complete halt, not to mention the risks to our sensitive data. So is it time for a rethink? And are the telcos doing enough right now to keep their networks secure and functioning? To find out, I'm joined now by Professor of Cybersecurity at Monash University, Nigel Fair. Nigel, thanks for speaking to us on the briefing today. At this very early stage, do we know yet what happened this morning? No, we certainly don't. Optus, with their uh, media comms so far, haven't said that uh, they know what the issue is. If I was a, uh, a, a guessing slasher, a betting man, and I know yesterday was was that Melbourne Cub, I would have thought it's probably been uh, some network upgrade, perhaps done by a hardware vendor, and something's gone very wrong in that upgrade. And the interesting thing I think that will be in the immediate aftermath is this could land Optus in hot water, not just with customers, uh, but also with the government, which has been leaning on the telco today to be transparent. There's a grab I want to play here uh, from the Communications Minister, Michelle Rowland, speaking this morning. Customers expect that their services will be working and they expect that given the necessity of communications, particularly mobile communications in our lives, um, that they will be functioning. And this fault, I think there is a strong expectation, should be resolved as soon as possible. What sort of damage control will the company have to do in the wake of this? Yeah, it's tried to say we live and breathe our lives online through it, and particularly through our mobile smart devices. It's you know the first thing we pick up in the morning, we're on them all day, and the last thing we put down at night. Yeah, the minister is right that there's going to be a lot of uh, angry customers out there, whether it's individuals, businesses, government and the, and the like. But I'm sure also on the other side, Optus are working as hard as they possibly can to get this going. And they're working really hard to uh, you know, satisfy the needs of their customers. But going forward, they're going to have to really concentrate on that trust and confidence of their customers that they can provide a reliable, safe, secure um, technology. Mm, Yeah, let's talk about that. One thing I've seen talked about today is how this has exposed just how vulnerable Australia is when it comes to our communications network. We rely on Optus, Telstra and Vodafone. That's it. Uh, You know, does this put us at risk given everything we do these days relies on the internet and on connectivity? I think there's a lot of risk um, and there's a lot of organisations that'll be looking at their business continuity 
plans on the back of this and thinking, you know, we, we couldn't get access to our networks today. What does that mean? Yeah, for some smaller businesses and individuals, they can go to the local library and use free Wi-Fi, for example, but, you know, that's not attainable for everybody. So, you know, there's probably a, a surge of sales of prepaid SIMs today to get around this, and that's mm-hmm. one way to, to, to address it. But I, I think it's really important holistically as a nation and our um, critical infrastructure centre as part of the Department of Home Affairs looks at this to uh, see what it is that we need to become a, a resilient nation. Mm. We don't know at this stage, and it looks like it probably wasn't, but, you know, the question of whether this was a cyber attack has come up today. Um, you know, even if it wasn't a cyber attack, uh, what does an outage like this say about the safety of our data? Use, usability is one thing, but all of our information, not just ours as citizens, but companies, governments, medical facilities, they have all the information essentially stored online. What does this say about the safety of that data? Well, I'm, I'm quite confident the data um, is safe. It's the accessibility of that data. And as we move more and more into cloud environments, and that means not storing data locally, it means accessing it via the internet, that's where issues like outages like this are difficult because the data might be fine, but if you can't access it as an individual, a business or a government, then without that availability, um, the confidentiality of it and the integrity of it really kind of doesn't matter. Mm. Given the impacts of today's outage, do you think Optus should have to formally and publicly answer to questions from the government about what happened? Do you think they have a responsibility to be that transparent to us and that they have a responsibility for these outages? I think they definitely have a responsibility for the outage, and I'm sure they'd agree with that. I'm sure the government will also uh, be asking them all sorts of uh, difficult-type questions about how it happened and when it happened and what they're doing to remediate the issue. But I'm sure they're also working as hard as they possibly can to get things going. You know, they're a big, transparent organisation, and I think they're doing the best that they possibly can under the difficult circumstances. Do you think the telcos are doing enough right now to ensure things like this don't happen? Uh, if you'd asked me that yesterday, I would have said yes. Uh, today, I'm not so sure. What can they do? Well, all they can do is, is make sure their services is available. And, and to date, we've never had a massive outage like this that's gone across the whole country. So all they can do really now, and I'm, I'm hoping the other two telcos are, are looking at this also and redoubling their efforts when it comes to not just cybersecurity, but also ensuring their network is fully functioning when there's an update or any patches are installed, that uh, it's done in a test environment first and then put into production. And uh, yeah, hopefully everything's done correctly and there's no such issues like this into the future. One of the big things we saw today was, you know, one in particular that I noticed was businesses in the in CBDs right across the country deciding to shut their shops because uh, one business owner was quoted as saying 95% of his transactions every day are via card. Do you think there needs to be a rethink in how we as a society use the internet and use online tools and, and things to collect money and and store our data like we've talked about already, you know, or is this just one of those things that we're going to have to learn from this and ensure that there are 
safety measures in place that an outage that's lasted, you know, hours and hours can't happen again and kind of cripple our businesses and how we work as a country? Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of learnings to be had in this. As far as any workarounds go, I think that's the really difficult point because we all love to tap and go. It's good for consumers. It's good for business. It's good for government when they collect taxes. The whole ecosystem loves it, you know, a cashless society. And we're going there really quick. And you go to places uh, in particularly Northern Europe, they're, they're even more advanced with cashless than what we are. Whether they've really um, gameplayed these type of scenarios, I'm not so sure, but that's an important one now for businesses to do because the reality is people don't carry cash and saying, oh, well, for this, when this happens, we'll, we'll just revert to cash. It's, it's just not that easy. Absolutely. Uh, Nigel, some great points there. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to talk us through today's Optus outage with us. We appreciate your time. Thanks very much. That was Professor of Cybersecurity at Monash University, Nigel Fair, speaking with me about today's Optus outage. And that is it for today's extra episode of The Briefing. Tom and the team will be back in your feed tomorrow at 6am. 